But the Bible teaches us something, and we sang about it even in the song, I Know Who Holds Tomorrow. You know, we go through this life, and that second verse really comes into play. Every step is getting brighter as the golden stairs I climb. Every burden's getting lighter, every cloud is silver lined. There the sun is always shining, there no tear will dim the eye. At the ending of the rainbow, where the mountains touch the sky. You know, I, I tell you what, some of these old songs have such great depths of detail as it deals with our what the Bible speaks of in Ecclesiastes as our long home. You know, I, today I want you that are here tonight to just kind of focus on this one word, home. What does the word home mean to you as an individual? I dare say in this setting in which we are in tonight, that home means everything to those that are gathered here. And I know there, there are instances where you know, home is not so pleasant to children and, and, to the, and to the people that live there sometimes. Uh, home is a place of heartache for a lot of people in this world. And I understand that. But I want to talk tonight about what the Christian has when we're dealing with the home that we are yet to encounter. A place called home. A place to call home. The Bible speaks of this in Psalm 116. And I want you to think about what it says here. In Psalm 116 and verse 15, the Bible states this, Precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of His saints. Now, as we look at this word, it brings about with it a calmness in the most difficult time of our lives. And I believe the most difficult time in the life of anybody is the fact of losing a loved one. These are times that really uh, lay heavy upon our minds and hearts. Sometimes it does lay heavy on our hearts for months, maybe even years, when we think about the loved ones who've gone on before. You know, as you look back upon this sanctuary, the last 20 years or nearly 20 years of my ministry here, we have seen a lot of the saints of God go home. And there's been a lot of heartache. There's been a lot of hardship during these times. Times when we, 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 and I want you to know something. You know, I've heard people say, well, well time will, will take away the pain. Well, I'll tell you, sometimes time doesn't take away the pain of the loss of a loved one. But I want you to focus tonight on the word home. What does it mean? You know, tonight as we gather here in this house, we that are saved by the grace of God have a home to look forward to. The Bible says it comes at the end of our lives here. When this, when this psalm comes true, Psalm 116 verse 15, where it talks about the fact that it's precious in the sight of the Lord when His children leave this life and go to the next. Now, to us, it, it is still a hard thing to phantom, a hard thing to grasp a hold of. Times when we lose friends and loved ones, 
But yet, as we look back in our lives, as we look back in the, in the years that have gone by and we see the vacant places in our church houses and in our homes, I want you to think tonight about what it means to be saved by God's amazing grace and have a home to go to. Taking our text tonight in Psalm 116.15, the Bible says again, Precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of His saints. Tonight, for a few moments, I wish to speak on the subject, a place that we can call home. What does home mean to you tonight? I'm sure that we that are gathered in this house that, that, have, that have come to this place right now understands that home is a precious thing. Amen? Home is a place of peace. Home is a place of serenity. I'm talking, I'm talking to us that are gathered here tonight about our own personal homes. You may not have been raised in a home like I'm speaking of here tonight. A home where there's peace and contentment. But listen, the Bible says that that's what the Christian has to look forward to in the next life. A place of peace and contentment. A place where, you know, I'm working on a message tonight. Things that are, that are found and things that are not found in heaven. I want you to know something. As I look deeper into this message, as I've been praying over and preparing it over the last uh, several days, there's a quite a bit that God's people have to look forward to. Amen? When we go to that place called home, we're going to be in a place where there is no more sin. We're going to be in a place where there's no more trouble, no more heartache, no more sickness, no more broken bones and, and, and sore muscles. Listen, we're going to a place where there's no more sin, no more sorrow, no more death, no more crying. Listen, that's a place that I want to call home, amen? That's a place that I look forward to. That's a place that I, that I get excited about when that, as we sing these songs. And that second verse of that song that we sang just a moment ago, listen, the clouds that we see today are, are oftentimes viewed upon as sad events. But the Bible speaks about the clouds that we will encounter are all laced with silver linings. Folks, I want you to know something tonight. That speaks of a home that I want to go to. That tells me of a place that I want to be a part of. We all know what it is to long for home. A place for most of humanity. Listen, which speaks to belonging. It speaks to safety. It speaks to a place of tranquility. And it speaks to a place of peace and calm. We love to think of going home to see those that we're close to. I'll never forget, you know, I wasn't away from home too awful much. But when uh, Sister Debbie and myself got married, we lived in Mansfield, Ohio. And, and listen, she had family up there. But I want you to know something. There was absolutely nothing like coming back to the hills of old Kentucky. I got excited when I got ready to come back to home, to a place where I could see my grandparents and, and my mom and dad and my brothers and sisters. Listen, I want you to know something. That's what home means to me, a place to reunite with our loved ones. We think of going home to see those that we love and who are close to. You know, first of all tonight, I want us to think about this. As we, as we look at the question that was asked uh, 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 concerning this message tonight, will you experience a place that I'm speaking of, a place called home? Will you 
on your on, listen. I want you to think about this on, in the very first place. Will you or do you long for a place called home? In Psalm 118 and verse 19 and 20, the Bible says, Open to me the gates of righteousness, and I will go into them, and I will praise the Lord. This gate of the land into which the righteous shall enter. My friend, there is a gate, there is a door to every home. A place where we can come and find rest and peace for our souls. Jesus Christ speaks of it in John chapter 10 and verse 7 when he says, Verily, verily, I say unto you, I am the door of the sheep. Folks, I want you to know something. You want to find peace and contentment for your soul? You find place where you can enter in at the door of Jesus. You find a place where you can call home at the feet of Jesus. In John chapter 10 and verse 9, he, again he says, I am the door. By me if any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. You know what that speaks of? That's a place of contentment and fulfillment. That's a place where God says, I'm going to take care of all your needs. Listen, I want you to know tonight as mom and dads, listen, we, we, uh, we have a responsibility to our children. Amen. We have a responsibility, uh, to those that have, uh, have come from our loins. Listen, we have a responsibility to care for them and to love them and to show them that we love them. You know what? That's exactly what Jesus Christ does for us at Calvary. Listen, He became our door. He became the entranceway into the place of safety and peace. Listen, I don't know about you, but that's the place that I want to be tonight. I don't know about you, but this world has nothing to offer like God offers to His children. Listen, He offers peace and contentment to those who will come unto Him. He offers a place of reliability where, where those who come unto Him, if they go into the door that He's speaking of here. Listen, in John chapter 10, these scriptures speak of serenity. It speaks of a feeling of freedom. It speaks to the fact that if, uh, uh, what it speaks to the fact of what it means to belong. A place of open arms. A place of reception. Now, I don't know about you, but that was always something good to come home to, amen? Maybe you've been gone for a while. Maybe you come in to the door and the first thing you do is greet, you're greeted by your parents with open arms. Listen, that's one of the most amazing things that I ever felt in my life. To know that there was people there that loved me enough to receive me just like that. You know what? That's what Jesus Christ will do for you as well. He'll receive you just like that. It speaks to the fact of, of what it means to be able to come home to a place where you're, where you're given that serenity. Listen, I go back and I think about, I think about the prodigal son. Listen, this prodigal son, he had, he had taken all of his wealth and all of his riches and he went out and he lived and he done whatever he could do. And notice what happened when he came to his senses and he came to his father's house. You know what his father done? Regardless of where he had been in life, regardless of what he had been doing, listen, the Bible says that he received him with open arms. As a matter of fact, the Bible says that he laid a kiss upon him and he gave him a ring and he put clothes upon him and he cleaned him up. Folks, that's what it is to come home. That's what it is to be able to call a place home. Think about it. What joy it is. Now secondly, can you say that I'm looking forward to going to that home? And I know again, 
You know, I've had people come to me and say, listen, I never had nothing like that growing up. I never experienced that kind of love that you're talking about. As a matter of fact, my childhood was uh, disturbed uh, and my childhood was always filled with fear. But listen, it's not always that way across the, even this whole world today. And it's never that way with the arms of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Listen, I want you to know something. I want you to know this and understand this, what I'm saying. Listen, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go to home. I'm going to go home one day. I want to go to where my Savior is. I want to be able to go to where those that have gone on before me have already traveled to. And listen, I want to go to those places where the saints of God have already trod. I want to be there and I want to see those saints of old who have gone on before us. Listen, I want to see my old daddy. I want to see my grandparents. I want to see those that have gone on before who have died in the Lord. Listen, I want to see my little brother there one day. Listen, I want you to know something. The only way that you can do that fully and wholly is to know the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior. You want to see those loved ones who have gone on before. You want to experience the home that I'm speaking of here today. The only way that you can experience that is to trust the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior. And then you can find a place to lay your head at night and do so in peace because He says, I'll take you by my side. In 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 8, the, listen, the Bible says, We are confident, I say, and willing rather to be absent from the body and to be present with the Lord. The Apostle Paul said, I'm confident of this. And this one thing I desire, it is to be with the Lord Jesus Christ. Folks, I want you to know something tonight. That's the joy that I'm speaking of here tonight. I want you to think about this. With anticipation, listen, we engage in expected waiting. The feeling of looking forward to to, uh, and excitedly and eagerly longing for a place called home. Can you say, I eagerly await my homecoming? Can you as an individual here tonight, listen, as we talk on the spiritual side of things, can you say that you look forward to, to, your, to the end of your life? Now listen, not everybody can say that tonight. But I guarantee that those that are saved by the grace of God have confidence like the Apostle Paul to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. Folks, I want you to know something. He looked forward to that one time to be with his Lord. Do you? Can you say that tonight? Can you say without a shadow of a doubt that if you walk out that door and death is awaiting for you outside somewhere, can you say, I'm happy to know that I'm going to be going home? Folks, if you can't say that tonight, you need the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior. You need to know the Lord is is there tonight to to take you on the way. Listen, as we go to that point in time in our life, in Psalm 23, the Bible says that, that He leads us through the valley of the shadow of death. Do you have confidence in that fact that as death comes to your door, that you know that God's going to lead you home? Do you know that he's going to say precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of his children? Folks, I want you to know something. It means something to know that and understand it. It means something to have confidence in that. It means something to be able to trust in the fact that when you leave this life, you've got heaven awaiting for you. That's the home that I want to talk of today. The home that leads to happy places. Can ye say eagerly that I await my homecoming? Do you know that home awaits you where you will find full acceptance? And it's there for all those who wish to come unto it. 
Again in John chapter 10, in verse 9, the good shepherd says, I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. That talks about contentment. That talks about peace. That talks about serenity in your time of need. Listen, you shall go in and out and find peace and find the pasture that you stand in need of. In John 6, 37, the Bible says, And him that cometh to me, I will in no wise cast out. You know, that reminds me once again of that prodigal son. As he came in, listen, his father could have said, Get away from me, you filthy, filthy, hog-loving man. Listen, you have gone the way of into whoredom and you have done everything. Listen, you don't deserve what I've got. You know what? He had every right to say that. Just like God has every right to say that to us. But you know what he did? He received him once again with open arms. He received him with a kiss. He not only received him with a kiss, listen, he received him with a great banquet. You know there's coming a day when the children of God are going to meet around the table of the Lord and we're going to be at the banqueting house of God of heaven and we're going to be at that great time and that great supper when he says, come up hither and listen, I want you to know something. That's a place called home. Do you know it today? In John chapter 14 and verse 6, the Bible says, I am the way, the truth, and life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. Do you know Him today? Do you have peace in your mind that home awaits you? Listen, folks, it means something, doesn't it? It means something to realize that you can go home. It means something to realize that when you get home, listen, there's always something there for you. There's always ample to eat. There's always ample uh, uh, opportunities to get the drink and, and get the water that flows freely. There's always ample opportunities to sit down and talk to your loved ones. Listen, that's what it means to be at home. It means communion. It means communicating. Listen, I know there's people in this world that have nobody to talk to, and that's a sad thing. And there are people in this world that have absolutely nobody to turn to. No family outside their own, their own marital family. Listen, and I understand those are times that are pretty tough on individuals. But know this, if you're saved by the grace of God, you've got an extended family. Right here in the house of Almighty Every one of us are brothers and sisters in Christ. We are to be treated as such as well. Loving and kind to one another. Listen, do you have a home to turn to? I pray that you do tonight. Listen, maybe you didn't have one growing up. But you can make one coming up. Amen. You can make one for those that are coming up under you. For those that you have reared in your own home. You can make sure that they know that they have a home to come to. They have a place that they can find peace and serenity. Just like we find in the Lord Jesus Christ. A place to call home. What joys it is. Lastly tonight I want you to think about this. Do you know that home awaits the weary weary traveler? We've got some folks traveling in tonight. You know what they're going to find when they get home? They're going to find a place of abode. They're going to find family and friends who love them and and are encouraged that they're back with them again. 
Tomorrow there's going to be saints of God that are going to be traveling back here to their homes. You know what they're going to find? They're going to find the people who love them and are excited about the fact that they made it home safely. That's what we're going to see in heaven, folks. That's what we're going to see in heaven. Those that have gone on are going to get excited when we come through the doors. When we go through those gates, listen, I want you to know something. They're going to turn around and look at us and say, there he is, he's coming. He's made it home at last. Folks, I don't know about you, but I get excited about thinking about those times. A time when I'm going to be received and I'm going to be loved on. I'm going to be, I'm going to be talked to as a, as a child of the King. And listen, know this, I'm going there tonight. How about you? Do you have a place that you can call home? A place that you can come home to where, where your loved ones are going to meet you? Listen, I, I, dare, I dare say that, listen, when I get there, not only am I going to have family that's going to be greeting me there. Listen, I've got grandparents. I've got a dad. I've got brothers. I've got uncles and aunts all over the place that are going to be there. I've got great-grandparents, great-great-grandparents, and, and I can go on and on and on. And those that have been saved by the grace of God, they're going to be there at my arrival. Folks, I don't know about you, but I get excited about the fact of seeing folks that I haven't seen uh, uh, since the days of my birth. I want you to know that I'm getting excited about the fact that I'm going to see my loved ones and they're all going to be there to greet me when I come in, when I come to my home, my long home, as Ecclesiastes 12.5 speaks of. At the end of the journey, is it home that you see? That's a question that you need to answer. What lies at the end of your journey? Is it a place of peace and serenity? Or is it a place of turmoil and troubles and trials? Is it a place where, where the devil and, and his demons are, are waiting uh, uh, for your arrival to, to, pr- to, to bruise you and to prick you and, and to always assault you? Is, it that, is that what it's going to be for you in your life? I pray for you today then. Listen, if that's all you see in your future, I'm praying for you. I'm praying God will save your soul. You will come to know the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior and that you will have the home that I've been speaking of here tonight. A place that you can call home. A place where you can find peace and contentment. A place where your loved ones will gather around. Listen, not only where your loved ones gather around, but as I said a moment ago, I look forward to seeing the saints of God who have who once sat in these pews. I look forward to seeing those that I, that I had the honor of pastoring and who have gone on and, and have died and gone their way. And you know what they're doing tonight? They're waiting on our arrival. Not only are they waiting on our arrival, but they're praising the Lord tonight for what's happened to them. Yes. Folks, I don't know about you, but that's the home that, I wanna, that I'm excited about. At the end of the trip, there is home. You know, that's what I've been thinking about. Our young people that all went away to, to, to shoot in that uh, archery tournament and all their families. We have others that's been on vacation and I'm sitting there thinking about all those that are on their way home tonight, tomorrow, at the end of their journey. They're going to see their physical home by God's amazing grace. 
Let me ask you something. At the end of your spiritual journey, will you see a home called heaven? Will you see your abode uh, 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 with loved ones that's gone on before? Maybe it's been a grandparent. Maybe, maybe it's been uh, uh, aunts and uncles or whoever it may be. Do you see them standing at the door as you walk through the eastern gate, inside the gate? Remember, Brother Jim, we sang that song years ago, the eastern gate. Folks, I want you to know something. I long to walk through that gate. I long to walk through a place that's going to give me my eternal home, my long home. What a joy it's going to be. So at the end of the trip, yes, there's a home for me. The place where you long to see, a place of catching up with laughter and joy. Will this be the way it is at the end of your life? Life, my friend, is a journey. What awaits the end of your journey? Is it home? Is it heaven? Is it a place especially made just for you? I go back and I think about John 14. Where the Bible speaks, Let not your hearts be troubled. Ye believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions, and if it were not so, I would have told you. I go and prepare a place for you, and if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself that where I am, there you may be also. Where is that place? It's home. It's what waits in heaven. Romans 10, 9, or 8 through 17 tells us how to get to that place. Matter of fact, in Romans 10 and 8, the Bible says what? The word is nigh thee. Tonight, the word is nigh everyone that's in this house. Whether you're saved or unsaved, the word is nigh thee. It's in your ears. It's in your heart today. You've heard it over and over again. The way of salvation and how to come to Jesus and how to find your home in heaven. You've heard it time and again. That's the reason why that God had that put in His book. The word is nigh thee. Thy ear and in thy heart. That is the word of truth which we preach. My friend tonight, I go back to this old text in my closing remarks. You want to find a place called home. You want to find a place where you can lay your head and rest with ease. Just like you do down here when you go home. I couldn't wait to get home when I was in Mansfield. I couldn't wait to get home. Oh, I loved I, I loved the thoughts of, of crossing that Ohio River. I, I just I just tickled to death. I'm I'm home. I see the hills of Kentucky and I said, I'm home. Folks, is it like that with you tonight? Romans in chapter ten. Again in verse eight the Bible says, But what saith it? The word is nigh thee, even in thy mouth and in thy heart, that is the word of faith which we preach. That if thou shalt confess in thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thy heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. Folks, that's all there is to it. That's it. You want to find your home in heaven? Listen to what that, what that one verse said. That one verse says it all. Listen. That if thou shalt confess in thy mouth the Lord Jesus, 
and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, with the mouth confession made unto salvation. For the scripture saith, Whosoever believeth on him shall not be ashamed. Isn't it a sad thing to think that being ashamed to be called a Christian, being ashamed to walk in aisle and confess the Lord Jesus Christ as Savior, being ashamed to announce to the world that, you're, that, you, that you've come to know Jesus, isn't it a sad thing to let that stop you from receiving the joys of heaven? For there is no difference between the Jew and the Greek, for the same Lord over all is rich unto all that call upon Him. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved, and how shall they call on Him in whom they have not believed, and how shall they believe on Him in whom they have not heard, and how shall they hear without a preacher, as it is written, How beautiful are the feet of them that, that, that uh, preach the, the, the gospel of peace. Listen. That's what it is to, to be able to preach the gospel of, of salvation because it brings glad tidings of good things. That's what it means to go home. That's what it means to be able to call someplace home. Do you know it tonight? Do you know the place called home? So how do you get it? Listen, you know, you have, you have to trust in the Lord Jesus Christ. You have to, you have, to have faith in the Lord Jesus How does faith, how do you get faith? The Bible says in, in verse 17 of, of Romans 10 that you get it by hearing of the Word of God. It says, Faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. For by grace are you saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It's a gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. Let me ask you something here tonight. Do you know that you have a home to go to? Do you know the Lord Jesus Christ is your Savior? Listen. If you don't know that, you don't have that confidence tonight. You need that confidence. You need to trust the Lord tonight. You need to be able to say, I've got a home to go to, and I know where it is. It's at the end of my journey. It's a place called heaven because Jesus went and died on the cross. He gave his life that I might have life. He was buried and rose again the third day for my justification. Folks, that's what it means to be saved and know that you have a home in heaven. Do you know that home? Do you have that home? Do you have the hope of salvation? Listen, if you don't, you need to come to him tonight. Let's all stand, please.